0: It's been a month, yeah, almost almost down to a day to the day, but I am back to say there were some life changing, altering things. is a little bit of an understatement. So I <laughs> thank you for letting me take a much needed break. There was a lot. Um, I won't get into all of it like right now or anything. All I can say is, God is good all the time, and all the time, you already know God is good. (laughs) I wanted to come on here and talk about (sighs) something that's been on my heart for a little bit. Um, I took a little bit of a social media break um, just because I found myself just kind of scrolling aimlessly for a little bit, and I would. I wanted to get back on track, so that was my little stint again. It's a a nice little detox every, every couple weeks or so, (laughs) so sorry if I uh, left you on read or didn't respond to a meme. Trust me, I laughed. Um, I may just not have responded. But anyway, um, I I came back on Instagram uh, a couple days ago, and I noticed, and this is not a bad thing. I actually feel a little honored about this. Um, A lot of the Instagram stories from my friends and my followers, they're they're all green circles. So I'm thinking, oh, that is so awesome! Like people think I'm non non judgmental enough to know about their lives, and some people are putting, you know, just fun things that they're doing, or you know, they're being they're wilding out, whatever or some people are putting memes that are just a little a little edgy for the times being right now and i love it i love it i i, I send the laughing emojis i send the hearts all that but i noticed i noticed a couple people who i i believe are, are decently smart and who are striving to unplug from the matrix i guess that's kind of what i what i'm calling this nowadays just kind of going against or just mindlessly accepting whatever the media and society is pushing on us um, for whatever agenda, whatever moment in time. And I'm noticing all these people are putting these really profound, and they're, they're on the right track of dismantling this narrative that we've been, that we've been force-fed. And I was just thinking, uh, why is this on your close friend's story? It needs to be on your actual story. And when I say needs to be, I'm I'm air quoting, and I want to edit that in real time and say it would be beneficial for people to actually be expressing their opinions and not just the, you know, the general consensus that's acceptable, because some of these things, they're real issues that nobody's, nobody's talking about. We're all afraid to offend someone or someone's gonna disagree with us or call us out or make us look dumb. And don't get me wrong, that's totally a possibility. All of those things, actually. And if you're a regular human being like I am, that's not fun to experience. It's not fun to be in conflict. And I know some of you are, uh, who know me personally are probably like, Nick doesn't like conflict? Well, that's neither here nor there. But I, I don't like unnecessarily hurting people. Like I, it's not fun to say something edgy or say something just to cause problems. That's, that's, not, that's not good. However, someone disagreeing with you or offering up a different perspective, that's not inherently offensive. And if you're taking offense by that, I I would probably suggest very gently by the way <laughs> doing a little bit of inner work and realizing how attached am I t- how attached am I to my ideals and my beliefs and such and I'm not saying we shouldn't be attached and we shouldn't stand firm and and hold steadfast to our beliefs however when people disagree or even insult them even if they do mean it personally what benefit is it to you to take it personally when I'm in a good mood anyway as I'm sure most of you um, can relate to this when you're in a good mood and when you're happy people can treat you any which way because you've already decided I'm gonna have a good day you know what I'm sorry that things aren't going your way and you're taking it out on me it's not it's not that deep that's what I that's what I'm getting at it's not that deep so uh, this is my long-winded intro of saying, I want to encourage more people to find their voice. I am on a I am on a planning committee for a women's conference that um, some women from my church are, are hosting in a couple weeks, and it's for it's primarily aimed toward women, and it's about finding your finding your voice, taking your place, and embracing your influence. We came up with that as a group based off of who God wants to encourage women to be, and how the Holy Spirit is a great representation of what a godly woman is. And not, that, not to say that God isn't, but you know what I mean, um, in regards to the Trinity and such. So encouraging people, and this isn't just limited to just women, um, I want to encourage all of us as Christians not to go edgelording all the way across the internet, (laughs) but just speaking up where you feel convicted or you feel strongly about something. I was thinking about, um, how Jesus went about this because you know who I am, edgelord Nick over here, like gotta be devil's advocate and all that fun stuff, but that's not how Jesus went about things. So, you know, as much as much fun as it is sometimes sometimes like a little like a little bit um just rile some feathers that's not what jesus did that wasn't his purpose but jesus also didn't sit idly by and just let people let the pharisees or the hypocrites or the sadducees or all these people he didn't just let them do these wrong things and say nothing and stand back because i don't want to offend anyone or and i am supposed to love everyone because I, I think of this. Oops, I just almost knocked my my microphone out of my hand. By the way, guys, half of the reason I was able to pick this back up again is I got a new microphone, I got a stand, like so I hope I hope the quality is a little bit uh, better than, than previous previous episodes. But I digress. So Jesus Pharisees talking so the act of Jesus I don't want to say calling out that has a bad connotation, but bringing to the light what the Pharisees were doing, and which was essentially just being very hypocritical. He told them the error of their ways, and that in and of itself is love, and I want you to liken it to a parent disciplining their child. If your kid says, mom, dad, I want to eat ice cream for dinner, Um, actually for every meal. And if you say no, that means you don't love me. Well, you as a grown adult or a functioning human being knows ice cream is not that high in nutritional value. So if you allow this child who doesn't understand the concept of a well-balanced meal, if you let them do that, they're not going to grow properly. They're going to perhaps be overweight. They're not going to feel good. It's not going to be good for them long term. So as the responsible adult, what do you do? I'm really hoping you don't say give them ice cream for every meal because they want it. I I would strongly advise against that. I don't think that's responsible parenting. Perhaps I'm speaking out of bounds here, but that's my perspective. So I've heard this said by, this has been by many different teachers, especially the Stoics and whatnot, but also in the Bible too, about if you don't discipline those that you love it's showing you don't love them because you don't care how they turn out you don't care if they make decisions that are hard but that end up being good for them if you just let them give in to all their desires it's it's hedonism it's not productive and you become almost numb to any good sensations you become so undisciplined and we know the can of worms that opens up so What I wanted to tie this back into finding our voices, there's a way to stand up and offer that Christian perspective without being dogmatic and judgmental and hypocritical. So I was thinking, of course, in in Matthew, it's, you know, uh, chapter seven, don't judge others um, lest you be judged. So just saying, however you look at someone and you're seeing obvious signs of their sin don't look at them and think oh well you know what I'm, I'm so much better than them because I don't sin that way well I've got some news for you buddy for you sis you are sinning in a, in a different way <laughs> and looking at someone and thinking that is also sinning so congrats <laughs> like now you did it twofold so we don't want to do that um and I was thinking What are some of the reasons that we as Christians, and sometimes even not even in a religious setting, um, why are we so afraid? Oh, my phone is ringing. Let me pause this. Okay. Um, God is so good so incredibly good, I. It, I mean, I'm I'm gonna edit this out so you don't know. I took like a 30 minute pause. I, I just, I just witnessed a miracle. I, no, I just, I just experienced. I just experienced a miracle right now. Um. So, it, oh my goodness. All right. Well, uh, we will unpack this for another time. Anyway, I do not remember where I left off. (laughs) We're finding our voices. We're finding our voices. We're trying not to be dogmatic, and we're trying to be loving and inspire people to discipline themselves. That is what we are doing. Yeah, and this all started just from me looking at close friends stories on Instagram. Like that was, it ended up being productive. I'm going to talk about Luke, chapter 18, verses 11 and 12. The Pharisee stood by himself and prayed, God, I thank you that I'm not like the other people, robbers, evildoers, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week, and I give a tenth of all I get. Imagine... (laughs) Imagine imagine praying to your heavenly father this kind of prayer and thinking i am doing so well i am peak christianity i hope i pray none of us make prayers like this of this is the epitome of pride and the epitome of of why we as humans are not worthy to be worshipped the way God is. Because we are so egocentric and selfish and cringey. I... just the the cringe dripping from these words. Anyway, I don't want this theme of finding our voices to be be confused with, you know, we just need to tell everyone how to live their lives. Because that's not what God wants us to do. It's not what he instructed us to do. I, I found this quote from C.S. Lewis. I I love that guy, super great. I love how he proved himself out of being an atheist. Love that story. He said, of all bad men, religious bad men are the worst. That's so true. and really anyone that's claiming to be any sort of spiritual and ends up being so judgmental and just so mean and dismissive and critical of people, that's... it's, t- it's tenfold as bad to say I know how to live and you don't and you're stupid for it that it's one thing to call someone stupid. It's, it is. It's one thing. But to double down, just kind of double down and say, and I'm the smart one. Guys, I'm going to be honest. I've totally, I haven't said that in so many words. I haven't said that verbatim or anything, but oof, I have definitely done that. Maybe you have too. Let's, let's agree not to do that. It's, it's better. And hey, doing it in your mind still counts because you remember... God knows your heart. Although it is, you have, you're a step above me if you're not actually saying it, so so good on you. But I digress. There's another quote. Don't quote me on who said it, but it's, preach the gospel at all times, and when necessary, use words. This is a classic example of, we need to be showing people with no words how to live. To be honest, that is how people are influenced it's not necessarily by words not to say that words aren't useful or they're not valuable or they're not they're not able to be used to teach but monkey see monkey do as much as we want to say i heard through someone else's story what they did and the lessons they learned and yeah i understand that that makes sense but if you haven't experienced it, once you get to it, there's a very high chance you're gonna do the same thing. (laughs) I know we like to think, like, we're so smart and we we are wise because we don't make the same mistakes as other people. Well, congrats, we make a different set of mistakes. There's other people who haven't made our mistakes, and that's kinda where the no judging comes along. Like, oh, that's why we shouldn't do that. (laughs) My thought is I want us as Christians to be unafraid and unashamed really to act out, to live out the gospel. And that's what's gonna bring hearts to God. I think I talked about this I talked about this on an on an earlier episode of why people aren't believers. A big part of that is church culture or church shame or church it's called church hurt. Church hurt. it just means people in church have hurt either these pre-believers or someone or maybe they even caused someone to turn away because if you have a group of people all following an ideology and you don't like the people and i don't mean oh we don't we don't necessarily have anything in common or we're not that compatible i don't mean like that i mean they're doing things that are hurtful and disrespectful malicious i wouldn't want to be a part of that either because then that means well birds of a feather flock together which means i'm just like them i don't want to associate with that i don't want to proclaim that or take part in it in any way what came to me from the lord and i say this because i don't think i'm smart enough to come up with this on my own to be honest god wants us to discern not to judge and that means the judgment i'm taking it in the context of deciding whether or not someone's heart is good or bad that is that's absolutely not for us to decide that's god because there's things we don't see there's life experiences and and traumas and hurt and everything that make up a person's decisions and maybe they haven't learned some of these lessons only god knows that we don't and honestly i i don't really want to know that in the capacity that god does that's a lot that's a lot of emotional labor and such so the difference between judgment and discernment is discernment allows us to determine is this what god is asking for from us is this what god says to do can scripture back this up is this what is this how jesus would have reacted and Please be gentle with uh, my phrasing just to make sure I'm politically correct or I trust you guys enough to understand. Okay, this is like, don't think, well, would Jesus have done that? Because you can get into the realm of, of legalism very, very easily. That's not what I mean. What I'm articulating here is, or what I'm attempting to articulate, is all of your actions should really fall into these two categories if they are to be deemed good or pleasing to God, is are they glorifying God and are they loving people? I hope I have mentioned to everyone before, just so we're on the same page, but this idea of instead of asking what is a sin, I think it would be better if we reframed it as what is glorifying, what is edifying to each other what is glorifying god that's a better question i I had a discussion about that with um one of my other friends and we thought that's a pretty that's an easier way to go about life instead of getting into these little debates of well technically this isn't a sin if you're if you are not intending to do this and that's exactly what paul warns against he says don't trouble yourselves by these little things don't let these trivial matters divide you that's not what we're trying to do (laughs) so i think of that like if paul has already advised against it maybe i should too and take heed of that advice um but also i want to encourage people in the same in the same theme of finding your voice it's okay if other people disagree with you it doesn't mean it's right how they treat you afterward or if they come after you and slander you and all these things i'm not saying that's okay i'm just saying don't be surprised because that's exactly what happened to jesus and he did everything perfectly he did it with love he did it and he had all the answers and he knew that some people he says this i forgot which which verse it is i think it's it's probably in luke but The Pharisees are asking Jesus, what do I do about this particular thing? And it says they just wanted to hear how he would answer. And that's how people are today, too. They may not necessarily even want to hear what you have to say, whether it's right or wrong. They just want to criticize. With people like that, it's not a good use of our energy to try to debate them or to try to Really, the best thing we can do is let God handle that. All we're supposed to do is, okay, well, I see someone. This is being a little problematic. Uh, God, work your magic. We don't have to do it. We don't have to do the convincing. Now, the difference is, if someone genuinely wants to have a conversation and has honest questions and isn't just trying to disprove you, then I would say open it up for a conversation and pray about it beforehand, see how it goes. And perhaps, and obviously, you know, pray for them afterward, but see how that goes planting that seed and praying for God to give you the discernment to see who is ready to be ready to have seeds sown or maybe even watered. And then He'll do the rest, He'll do the mending and the caring for. But I look at it as uh, perhaps this is an easier visualization if one believer is planting seeds for a pre-believer and another person waters it and maybe another believer waters it and it gets to you are you going to water it or are you going to dig it up so all of that work that prior believers have done is really for nothing and sometimes it's almost like a you're getting attacked like trying to water this little plant. Like, why is this plant so aggressive? Okay, then do your best. Get a get a couple drops in and then pray that God can do the watering and then he'll do the tending. He'll cut out the weeds. There you go. That's um I think that's a reasonable of us. And some of this too I think I wanna believe we all have good intentions um as as nice Christian followers. Um, I don't know about you guys, but there's a certain, in not indignancy, but incredulousness that I'm just like, ah, oh, you you just don't understand. If I could just explain it good enough, and if I can just show you and prove and all these things, and then some other people um, take a different approach of like still trying to convince the other person, I have to go back and remind myself this person may just not be ripe for the picking, and that is okay. That is okay. It's not on us to save anyone. We can't do that. We can't. And I also, I want to bring up this kind of thought, in addition to this, with, with the we can't save people, kinda of relating to like the missionary dating thing, you know? If you've heard of that you've heard of that, you can't like dating to convert. Flirt to convert. That's what it is. It's flirt to convert. Um if we were able to change people, just completely change them, well what would what would we need God for? What would we have needed Jesus for if people could change people to be good and to be for each other and love each other. But that, that doesn't make sense. That debunks our entire narrative you know so I would just encourage us to be aware of that sometimes we're never going to see the fruits of our labor maybe we're not even going to be effective at all at any point and that's okay God has everyone he knows where everyone's at he knows what they need and people have a free will it's okay so talked about a, a lot of things all somewhat related to finding your voice and, and speaking up and unafraid to talk about these things if people are receptive they need to hear about these things it's not just i don't want to only talk about the geopolitical realm um or the current economic crisis that apparently we're not experiencing anyway <laughs> I, you know what i'm getting into problematic territory i'm i will reframe. I will But really, a lot of these questions that you and I have as believers, pre-believers also have these questions, but the difference is we are being fed life and the truth because we're getting it from God, and they're being fed lies by the enemy given to them by man. And to be honest, the most helpful thing that I can think of and that I would feel comfortable telling other people to do is when you encounter someone who fits this description of they're kind of on the fence you're not sure how to interact pray about it and genuinely wait for an answer and see what God has to say about it if he's pushing you to reach out to them and do something please find it in yourself to to do it but if not which i would even argue is more important in some cases you could possibly derail them if we come on too strong and that's the core message of doing this is more whether we're supposed to or we're not we are going to god first for direction instead of just doing what we think is right that's where i have a friend uh bless his heart he he can't stand when people say it's actually really on my heart right now to do this because it implies well it's on my heart like god didn't tell me to do this i just really want to and it puts it takes the focus off of god so it puts it on ourselves that's what he doesn't like about it is it funny to play semantics somewhat but the idea that maybe there's someone you really want to talk to about god and god's just saying hey it's it's not the time yet it's not the time yet it's You could actually do more harm than good trying to do these things too early that's also an important thing that i don't think is talked about enough you know we always hear the stories about oh i was i met someone at the the train station and god i really felt him tugging at my heartstrings to go talk to this person and i didn't but what about the times where you're feeling bold and you're feeling like i just want to do the lord's work and god's like tapping you on the shoulder saying hey uh, not that one just yet uh, no thank you you're okay and you're like but I'm I'm doing a great thing like I'm, I'm doing it for the Lord that's great and I need to go do it that's not great because you're disobeying the number one way that we can show God we love him is by obeying how many times in the Bible does it say, um, God wants your obedience rather than your sacrifice? And that's another, that's another thing I might get into uh, in, a, in another episode. Of we go after our own desires, willing to suffer to get things we think we want, and then think, well, God will still bless me. I'm, still, I'm following everything else he says. And, well, I wouldn't say that's ideal would not say that's ideal again he wants your obedience and he's going to give you so much more when we're obedient but anyway i'm getting into another another topic there um altogether again want to encourage everybody we need to be talking to people we need to be taking a stand to where it's not it's not a mystery it's not a mystery to people where we are on certain topics because the last thing we want to do is make god or jesus our savior more palatable to other people no if jesus was palatable i wouldn't want to follow that i genuinely wouldn't and i mean if he were easily digestible and what he did meaning dying for our sins and dying for sins he didn't commit if that could be done by anyone why would this be so impactful why would this be the means of our salvation Why would it matter? Honestly. So, this ties into finding our voices and taking that stand and doing it in a nice, respectful, well-thought-out and polite way. That is finding our voice and using it to clear up some things for people who may have questions or finding inconsistencies with these narratives we're being fed that's what i think we're better off doing that and risking people inherently being offended rather than oh i'm just gonna stay quiet i'm not gonna use my gifts and i'm not gonna shepherd be sheep because i don't want to offend anyone and i don't want to i don't want to risk making things worse because that's the great thing i still have this fear i'm growing out of it and i'm i'm asking god for help in this is god i don't want to I don't want to invest in other people's walks because what if i make it worse what if they look at something i do and think oh i i thought that wasn't okay but if nikki does it well then it can't be that bad or maybe she's not she's not that into her walk i'd fill in the blank of fear being judged and fear of being (laughs) exposed but yeah us as christians it's it's time to be taking stands it's time to be telling people the truth. And if people don't want to hear it, that's okay. That's all right. You know, it's not on us, it's on God to do the work. And you may think, because I used to think this as well, like if I could just articulate at their level in every single capacity, and if I can just speak to the things that they value or think are important to convince them, then they will believe. And that's a, that's a noble thought, Nick, but that's incorrect. Because even me saying something that I think is so unhelpful or really scattered or not that beneficial, God can use. And honestly, he'll probably use those moments more than me having my whole PowerPoint slide of why Jesus is our amazing Lord and Savior. Because it's in our weakness that God's power truly comes through. It does. It does. That's not to say oh don't read up on the bible or don't try i'm not i'm not saying that at all i'm just saying we need to be sure we're not making it about ourselves and well if i just do everything right and i don't lean on god for guidance then well that's okay as long as the outcome is still what i want which is bringing someone to god aren't you kind of defeating the whole purpose yeah because he is He can use us and in our weaknesses that's when his strength really is shown and in our dependence and obedience to him that is where we will be fruitful but anyway i appreciate um all of you who listen to me ramble sometimes coherently (laughs) and just kind of give me those little encouragements um i'm really trying to be more disciplined just in life but also with um in my walk and in my personal development so really (laughs) I think I told some people I'm like no don't tell me you listen to my podcast because then I'm gonna feel pressure uh, that if if I don't put an episode people are gonna be disappointed or something and I'm realizing that yeah I I should feel that because if I don't then I'm I'm not that hurt by not putting out an episode anyway Uh, just wanted to say, really, thank you. You guys are the real ones. I hope this is in some way helpful or beneficial. If nothing else, encouraging to you. Love you guys. Again, God is good all the time. It's all about listening and trusting in him. I may share a little bit later what that what that was in the middle of this episode. (laughs) It was definitely something big, and I hope to see it through. Anyway, until next time, happy Monday!